This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. W-A-B-C. One man has a talk show on 77 WABC, and that man's name is... It's Dominic Carter. I am him. And with us now, Dominic Carter. Nice to be with you, Dominic. It gets better. You need to talk to Dominic Carter. It's about to go down. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. On Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning, good morning, good Thursday morning to you folks. A lot to talk about this hour. Let's get to it. Of course, we will be taking your telephone calls. If former President Donald Trump is not going to do future Republican debates, they might as well cancel them now. If Trump is going to not do future Republican debates, they might as well put them off now. Right out the gate, the moderators lost uh, complete control of this debate. And the uh, the woman from Univision, it appeared that she was in way over her head and it just it just uh, it didn't work. But in fairness to the candidates, in fairness to them, it, it's not easy because. Think about this for a second. They can't really go after Trump the way they want to for fear of alienating the base that they will need. And instead, they have to try to focus on Biden. And it just seemed, seems like a amateur hour. The two-hour debate, uh, it had its moments. It had its moments, but it was mostly flat. Uh, Ron DeSantis, one of his best lines, one of his best lines, but he's not ready for prime time. One of his best lines of the night that he's been in big fights and he's won big victories. Chris Christie called Trump Donald Duck for not appearing at the uh, debate. Uh, Nikki Haley, the former UN ambassador, was flat until the topic of TikTok came up. And I want you to listen to this. She says that Ramas- Ramaswamy makes her feel dumber. This is infuriating because TikTok is one of the most dangerous social media apps yes, that is. we could have. And what you've got, I honestly, every time I hear you, I feel a little bit dumber for what you say. Hmm. Because I can't believe you know, they hear you've Haley, got a may. TikTok situation. What they're doing is these 150 million people are on TikTok. <laughs> that means they can get your contacts. They can get your financial information. They can get your emails. They can Let get me just say, text messages. They can get all I, this of is important. things. This is China very important for our exactly party. exactly what they're this doing. Is very very important and what for our we've party, seen and I'm is say you've it. gone and you've we helped China stop. build, make medicines will, in China, not America. Me, you are me. now wanting kids to go and get on this social media that's dangerous for all of us. You went and you were in business with the Chinese that gave Hunter Biden $5 million. We can't trust you. We so can't me, trust you. We can't have TikTok in our kids' lives. Mr. Ramaswamy, you have 15 seconds. I think, excuse me, you have 15 seconds, Mr. Ramaswamy. Thank you. I think we would be better served as a Republican Party if we're not sitting here hurling personal insults and actually have a legitimate debate about policy. 
And it, did you notice, folks, how fast uh, Nikki Haley, the former South Carolina governor, was talking? That's that's what it was like for part of the uh, debate with all the candidates on stage, three moderators, everyone trying to get their point of view in, everyone trying to stand out. What was also interesting was that Ramaswamy and uh, Senator Tim Scott went after each other. But perhaps this race, the Republican side, will only sustain one person from South Carolina. So Governor Haley and Senator Tim Scott, they went after each other on tax hikes, being from the same state, and drapes that were purchased for the U.N. ambassador's residence uh, in New York. And they really went toe-to-toe on the uh, drapes. What was interesting, at the end of the debate, at the end of it, the uh, you know, I would normally do uh, the lightning round, right, which became very popular. So they didn't do the lightning round at the uh, Republican debate in California a short time ago. They did a, a thing of would they vote Trump off the island? They had a piece of paper on their podium with a pen. Who who would they vote out? Excuse me. Who would they vote off the island in terms of uh, the next candidate that needs to go? It was interesting because DeSantis wouldn't do it. He led the charge in saying, no, he wouldn't answer. It was very disrespectful. Uh, Christie, uh, as you might imagine, jumped right up and said Trump needs to go, that uh, Trump has divided families. And um, the bottom line here is nothing that I watched for two hours will change the dynamics of this race. Trump is still ahead, way ahead, and... uh, That's it. And Trump, by the way, was in Michigan blasting electric vehicle mandates as he appeared before striking auto workers after skipping the second Republican debate. Here's uh, former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie calling out former President Donald Trump. We need law and order back in our suburbs. People are threatened there. We need it in our rural areas. People feel threatened there. And we need it in Washington, D.C. also. And Donald Trump should be here to answer for that, but he's not. And I want to look in that camera right now and tell you, Donald, I know you're watching. You can't help yourself. I know you're watching. Okay? And you're not here tonight. Not because of polls and not because of your indictments. You're not here tonight because you're afraid of being on this stage and defending your record. You're ducking these things. And let me tell you what's going to happen. You keep doing that, no one up here is going to call you Donald Trump anymore. We're going to call you Donald Duck. So there you have it, uh, Chris Christie, uh, one of the uh, moments that's going to stand out. But it doesn't mean anything. It's not going to put any damage in Trump's lead. And so... Uh, A number of other stories that we're also following this morning. One, the Senate moving the United States Senate to reverse, and they should reverse it, the Fetterman rule, restoring formal dress code after massive blowback. You can't have the United States Senate with one senator from Pennsylvania walking in in shorts and hoodies. Something is wrong. And Fetterman needs some more mental help. What grown man walks around a a United States senator with a hoodie on in shorts in the United States Senate? And so anyway, things have gone back to the way they should be. New York Governor Kathy Hochul, Mayor Eric Adams defending President Biden over the New York City migrant mess after Texas Governor Greg Abbott was in town today. 
Hochul declaring she does not take advice from Greg Abbott. Mayor Adams uh, referred to what uh, Adams to what Abbott uh, is saying on migrants, saying that Adams has made them that excuse me that that Abbott has made them political pawns. And one of the things that Governor Abbott had to say, quite interesting, as it relates to the one-year-old boy that died at the daycare center in the Bronx. The challenge that the city of New York and the state of New York are dealing with is caused by one person, Joe Biden. Joe Biden can flip that switch any day and stop New York from having to deal with the consequences of an open border. Unless and until that is done, New York and other states are going to continue to deal with this. They must prevail upon their president for more than just money. They need a change in policy. They need to demand what all Americans expect, and that is the Biden administration will follow the rule of law and stop illegal immigration into the United States. Governor Abbott of Texas, one of the things that he faces in terms of the allegations is that it's inhumane for what he's done sending the migrants to New York. I don't think it's inhumane at all. I think he outsmarted uh, uh, Mayor Adams. And to the charge that it's inhumane for what he's doing, here is Abbott's reaction. Let's say that the Democrats you're talking about, or could be leaders here in New York City, whatever the case may be, they may say it is inhumane to do what you're doing. Let's talk about what is inhumane. What's inhumane is a one-year-old child dying in New York because of fentanyl. And, you know, it's hard to argue against that. Governor Abbott is correct. He is dead on. Let's go ahead and open up the phone lines, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. And uh, I'm about to start with your calls. I'm going to uh, begin with Jacqueline in Brooklyn in just one second. But uh, I I also, uh, two other stories that I want uh, to brief you on before we uh, move on. New Jersey Senator Bob Menendez and his wife, pleading not guilty to pocketing bribes, including 100000 in gold bars. This is what it sounded like when Menendez and his wife left the Southern District of New York. Senator, can we have a few words with you, sir? Can you stop and speak? Are you embarrassed, sir? Are you It's going to be interesting, and it does appear that Southern District, they got the indictment, so it does appear that it's going to be here in the Southern District. All I can say is good luck, Senator Menendez. The Southern District does not play. Again, I was an in-bed reporter for about a year and a half to two years uh, with the Southern District, and um, good luck. Good luck. It's going to be interesting. So, again, we're going to start with your telephone calls in just one second. But I I have to mention something that's bothering me. And um, it's it's sort of racial. It's it's what happened in Philadelphia. In terms of a uh, popular social media influencer known as Meatball, live streamed the rabbit looting spree that engulfed Philadelphia city center. And 
this was she was arrested while cheering on the crowd, right? And so this person has close to six hundred and fifty thousand followers across Instagram, TikTok, and and can be seen laughing. She was laughing, clapping, and shouting, "Let's go!" And uh, they they broke into an Apple store, all types of stores, a Foot Locker, a liquor store. And the part where I'm saying that that it, it it bothers me, but I have to be honest about this, and nobody wants to call this out. All the young people doing the looting, all of them, that what I saw on video happened to be African American. Nobody wants to talk about that. Nobody wants to deal with that. White talk show hosts can't do it. Because if you if they do it, they're called racist immediately just for pointing out the obvious, just for telling the truth. But at some point, we have got to deal with this. These, you know, is it a coincidence that in urban areas like Baltimore, kids are not doing well on on on, on uh, standardized tests? And then we see them get a little older, and they and and they happen to be kids of color, black kids, and and they're smashing the windows, robbing the stores, and they think it's funny, and they're taking videos because far left politicians have told them that it's okay, that it's not their fault. I I, I just I don't I don't get it. But we have a number of stories we're dealing with this morning. I mentioned Jacqueline in Brooklyn. Good morning, Jacqueline. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. I don't know if I'll have enough time to make a quick comment both on the uh, GOP debate and then also on what happened in Baltimore, what you were referring to. Quickly, I just want to say, and I want to preface this by saying I do not like to engage in name-calling. I think it's childish, I think it's stupid, and I think it's rude. But... At the same time, I think Chris Christie deserves it because of his demeanor and his behavior. He proves how ignorant he is. And as Curtis lovingly refers to him as Shamu, he should not be throwing any stones since he lives in a glass tank in SeaWorld. I think he's going to be the first one to go down. The second one, I think, is going to be Benedict Arnold, Mike Pence. He's going to be the second one to go down. And as far as um, what happened, what occurred in Baltimore, Norm and I happened to be talking about this this morning um, because of the conversation that he had, being that he lives in Canarsie, and Larry commented that he used to live in Canarsie. Unfortunately, I think it's the lower class and, and the poor African Americans that do bring down certain areas because of their behavior. They're not taught well. They're not alone. I live in a predominantly white and Asian area. There are white and Asian people that act just as stupid and ignorant. It has to do with the class of people that they are and how they're raised. There are lovely people. Norm and I, again, were discussing this. He's got some wonderful neighbors that were probably far better than any of his white neighbors that lived there prior. So it it just has to do with class or lack thereof, classlessness, and and how these individuals are raised. They're probably mostly from single-family households. 
you are a perfect example of an affluent African-American man, your family, um, and you're to be commended. And people should take a lesson from that. They want to better themselves, as you said. Well, I, I hear you, Jacqueline, but I mean... It's at the point of embarrassment. Uh, so we we have the scores in Baltimore, right, where the kids didn't do well on the uh, math exam. 23 schools, not one student uh, proficient. And then we have the situation at the mall in Philadelphia and, and, and city center. And, I mean, the way those kids, they, uh, and, and I don't think they understand what they're doing to race relations, the way that they look when they're smashing windows without a care in the world and they think it's funny and, and there's an Apple phone on the floor and they're pouring liquid on the phone being absolutely destructive. I, I mean, but Jacqueline, to your point, to your point, there are people of all races that act right. stupid. So, mm-hmm. so you, you go ahead. Go ahead. I think, I think in, in a lot, in some of the uh, poorer African-American communities though, like you do whatever you can to help some of the less fortunate young people. Um, and I think more people like yourself uh, need to step up, you know, in all the communities, not only in the African-American communities, but in the white communities, in the Asian communities, they're all being affected by this type of uh, abhorrent behavior. And they, a lot of them don't have any mentors. They don't have any uh, positive male role models to follow. They don't know how to be young men. They don't know how to be young women. Mostly it's, it's the young men, uh, you know, just based on their biology, I guess, testosterone, hormones out of control and whatnot. But they need role models. They need to have that energy channeled in a positive way. Fair enough. Fair enough, Jacqueline. Thank you for your call. You made some great points there. Channeled in a positive way. And um, I guess that's that's a job of uh, of all of us. But those of us uh, of color, I guess it's more specifically uh, our responsibility to uh, try and give back. And, and I know I do give back, but it just seems like, it seems like, it just feels like I'm on a treadmill, and the more I try to give back, the worse the problem becomes. The faster the treadmill uh, keeps going. And then you see the young men walking around with the jeans off the backside. And what makes you think that we want to see your underwear? And to them, they're making perfect sense. Perfect sense. Let's go to Robert in Brooklyn. Good morning, Robert. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi, thanks for taking my call. You know, in terms of uh, Menendez, um, you know, in general, uh, as of late, given the horrific treatment of the January 6th people and Rudy Giuliani and Donald Trump, I'm very skeptical about the judicial system and the Department of Justice. And so in the case of Bob Menendez in particular, um, I believe this is the second time he was charged. And both cases, one was during the Obama regime and now during Biden, it came after he criticized the executive, Obama or Biden, for how they gave money the way they gave money to Iran. And, you know, I think Menendez is a very scary thing because once you, and I, even though I'm very pro-Trump, but I don't want anyone to be unfairly treated by the judicial system, whether it's a Republican or a Democrat. You shouldn't target people because 
of their point of view. And he expressed a point of view, you know, in opposition about Iran, the money going there. And it's what happens is that people now are scared to speak out. So, you know, you wonder, you have all these politicians, it seems like they're not doing anything, let's say, for example, about immigration. And you're wondering if they're scared they're going to be targeted by the DOJ or the IRS. Well, I, I hear you, Robert, but uh, when you have uh, four to $500,000 uh, under your bed and, and stuffed in the pockets, I know he said it's based on uh, the regime where his family came from in Cuba and so on, but but it's a, that's a tough uh, pill to uh, to swallow. And also the gold bars and the Mercedes and it's, it's, I, Robert, I, I hear you that politically the administration's, his fellow, fellow Democrats uh, may have, may have uh, not been in his corner, but it, and then the fact that this is the second time, the second time, the second go around. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. So you're telling me you believe he's innocent. Is that what you're telling me? Well, I'm very skeptical now when I hear charges being made against people. And a lot of times now even the judicial system, they're defaulting people. And, and in terms of Menendez, I think he was found innocent, right, in the first no, case, right? No, no, it was, it was a hung jury. It was, it was it, they had voted, they were going to vote to convict on one count. And then one juror changed her mind uh, who was released from the jury because she had a prearranged vacation and then uh, it was a hung jury. So uh, they, they couldn't get the conviction. And so that's that's what happened in his case. Robert, I thank you for the call. Let's go from Brooklyn to New Jersey. Good morning, Pamela. What's on your mind? Good morning. Uh, Menendez broke the covenant. He spoke out against the Biden administration concerning Iran. And for that, he must be punished. And so that means what, Pamela? It means um, being a Jerseyite. I mean, it's like, uh, come on, Menendez, you know, forever. And the Dems don't rat on their own, except if you break the covenant of speaking against the PAC. And that's what he did. And I said, I said to myself, finally, wow, from Menendez, he's speaking up. Who would have thought? And then, of course, he must be punished for that because you're not allowed to speak against the Dems. And so the punishment, this is why I'm asking you to be specific. You believe the punishment has been this indictment? Yep. But the second time around? Yeah, and I'm not saying that certain things don't have legs, but even, I mean, you know, from all the places, Hudson County, Union County, Menendez, speaking against the, the, you know, as they say, the communists eventually eat their own. And, you know, the reason why they're so strong is they do not talk out of school. And he talked out of school. So, therefore, all protection is gone. Mm, interesting. Well, we, we will see, Pamela. We will see. Uh, we will see what the... Uh what the jury is going to uh, have to say if this thing goes to trial. Thank you for the call. It's going to be interesting on Menendez. Let's go to Pat in New Jersey. Good morning, Pat. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. Dominic, I need to say something about what you had said, that you try to make a difference. And uh, you brought me back to my days in school when 
I would look up to teachers that I wanted to emulate, and I wanted to be like them someday because I didn't come from exactly the the wealthiest family, and they just gave me an inspiration, and I just feel you're there, and it's for the taking. I believe that you, you every day you come on the air and you speak, it's a, it's a gift that they can take with them and be just like you. Well, but but I, I would believe that, Pat. But I, I, I don't even think I don't even think that unless I'm able to directly get to some of these kids, I don't even they're not listening to talk radio. I mean, it, let, let's call it for what it is, Pat. You know, we, we can sugarcoat it. But but the kids that are the kids that are engaging in this. They're spending part of the day getting high. They wake up when they want to wake up. They go to school when they want to go to school. Mommy's not teaching them anything. Daddy's not around. And then it becomes our problem. And that's that's what we're dealing with right now. I mean, I'm I... 70 go ahead. Old, I'm learning from you. Well, that's very, that's very nice of you. you to say, Pat. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You know, I guess... I, I guess... I, 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 I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm... If I'm being beaten you- down myself by by the enormous task at hand, it just seems that the problem is getting worse with with these kids. And and you know what 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 I try to say to them, I'm going to keep it real right now. I try to say to them, do you understand how you look to mainstream society when you engage in things like this? And they're just so lost. But what they did in Philadelphia at the uh, Apple store and the liquor store and the uh, Foot Locker and a couple of other stores, it is, it is, it's, it's rough. Thank you. Thank you for the call, Pat. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. We see all of your calls from Comac to Brooklyn, Yonkers, and a few more calls in Brooklyn. You can reach me on Twitter at Dominic TV, at Dominic TV. I may actually use some of your uh, tweets live. And so uh, John Beckman says that I see the debate tonight. He says Trump still wins this night. However, enough said. I agree. And then uh, John also made another uh, comment, and this one I agree with as well. He says it was like watching Romper Room again. So, you can send me some uh, tweets if you want to, folks. You can follow me at Dominic TV, at Dominic TV, Instagram and Facebook, Dominic Carter TV, Dominic Carter TV. We'll be right back with your calls. We're going to go to John in Staten Island, who is a police officer on the looting of what's going on, to our friend Audrey, Norman, uh, Dave, and others. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. 
When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Everybody. On Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are back. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Texas Governor Greg Abbott in New York Wednesday discussing fentanyl, discussing migrants, discussing Democrats and President Biden. Here is a bit of what Governor Abbott had to say. Every state in America now is a border state. Every community is a border community. In addition to the migrants that, whether it be uh, in your district or in New York City, wherever, you're dealing with the migrants. But fentanyl is poured all across this country. And here's what Governor Abbott had to say as it relates to the one-year-old child at that Kingsbridge a daycare in the Bronx. To think that you have a one-year-old child in New York exposed to fentanyl, probably because of the open border policies put in place by Joe Biden. Perhaps the the truth hurts. We see all your calls, folks. I want to go to uh, John. We hear from John from time to time. A uh, police officer, John, is in uh, Staten Island, and I say good morning to you, John. Uh, what What's on your mind? Good morning, sir. I just wanted to touch, unfortunately, on what you were trying to come across with uh, in the beginning of your show. And uh, unfortunately, I'm going to back you up. What your instincts are telling you and what the reality is is unfortunate, but it is reality. Typically, neighborhoods deal with demographics. You know, certain neighborhoods cover certain demographics. But there is one thing in common. If if African-Americans make up 13 or 14 percent of the population, 6.5 percent of those by by the numbers are males. Okay, And those 6.5 percent of the males commit 60 plus percent of all crime, heinous crime in the country. So that's scary. Now, these unfortunately are facts. They hurt people's feelings. They don't want to say them. But when you're at work and it's unfortunate over the course of. 15 plus years and you hear uh, the description coming over, you know, it's almost like you go, okay, here it comes. It's going to be the same male black, you know, wearing all black and a do-rick. It's a shame, Dominic. It's a shame. Um, A guy named Larry called you the other night and he was, he just, he doesn't word things properly. He, He just, he's a mess. But the way he thinks sometimes, while not popular, unfortunately, it, it, it bears on some reality, and, and I hate it, man. I hate it. Do I hate it? Because it, it does make you know when people say, "Oh, when I see this, I cross the street." Mm-hmm. Oh, you know the realities that people really don't want to admit. And I have to tell you, it's youth. It's all youth. Most of these crimes, sixteen to twenty years old tops. It's like at a certain point, 
lessons to learn, but the accountability problem is the real issue. Nobody's being held accountable, so the door is revolving. As far as like a, an organizer who, who, who sends people, that person's got to go for conspiracy because that's all organized technically by them. Yes, in Philadelphia. That needs to see real time. And, you know, going back to the unfortunate stuff that I stated, I don't know how you feel, but I'm really interested in hearing your response for it. Uh, you know I call here a lot most times with just some current events and stuff, what's going on in the NYPD. But, again, I don't love that every time I hear that that description, nine out of ten times, it's the same thing. However, I will admit that the area I cover, the demographics are – it's 50-50 uh, black and Hispanic. And about, about nine to eight, eight and a half out of ten times, it's a, it's a male black. Well, John, it, you know, you deal with it every day. I, I'm just telling you, man, I, I am uh, I, I'm, 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 uh, disgusted. There's, there's no other way to put it. Uh, and the reason why I'm disgusted, because there's a strong possibility that after you and I hang up this morning, there will be someone that will call me from Harlem that will oh, say yeah. that will say, "Oh, how dare you, Dominic? You, you're downing you're your trying, own you're people." To the truth and because just, I'm, because I'm trying to tell them the truth, and I'm trying to tell them the truth because I love them and because I I, I am of them, and and I just get so upset about it because I'm trying to show you the way you can win this game. You can win. Yeah. But 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 it requires you got to get up off your backside. You've you've got to go to school. You've got to get a trade. You you can't sit around all day watching these rap videos. You know what half of these clowns. I was going to go into that, uh, Dom. A lot of it is the culture, the videos, the money, the cars, the the derogatory statements about women. and, And you know, I know we're in a different time, but. Tradition has to come back a little bit. There's got to be some reach for it. And I and people always say, oh, it's the, the, the nuclear family. Even if that is unfortunately almost obsolete these days, we have to realize that it did it did anchor people down, God-fearing people, people who feared their actions. Maybe they wouldn't be held accountable now, but later. All that stuff is gone. I, I have a friend, John, that um, the moment I talk about black-on-black crime, he gets disgusted. And he goes, but what about whites? What about what whites do? And and I'm like, like I I noticed that that you just gave. You said you said right. uh, you said uh, young black males are, are what six percent. Well, if you look at if if you divide simply the the population of the 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 national the number that they always give us, which is fourteen percent, you half that. You know, again, this is general, but if right. you half that male and females. You have six and a half percent left, and if that six and a half percent is causing sixty percent plus, you get you, there's got to be an identifiable problem there. And I think what you said is correct: culture, music, um, l- lack of leaders. I think honestly, Dominic, I don't. I, you know, people. The more people speak about this, the more somebody's going to have to digest it. Well, and the the other thing, John. Before I let you go, if I'm disgusted. I, uh, I can only imagine how you and members of the NYPD and police officers around the country, white and black and Asian and Latino, how you guys feel. Because all well, day I, over the radio you hear, as you just said, and I'm glad you mm-hmm. put in that part, all day you hear male black with a do-rag. Right. That, that's what you hear all day long. 
Well, from day one on the street, I can tell you this, Dominic, and it's worked pretty well for me. And I have, you know, over 400 plus arrests. I've done it pretty much all on the street, narcotics, uh, anti-crime, you name it, I've done it. And I was the first guy to tell you that they they weren't coming back plain clothes. And at least I won that battle, right? I I try to treat each each, uh, uh, instance as an individual. We've all had tough days, you know, when you have a tough day on the radio and you get a clown saying stupid things, if I get a, a tough interaction on the street, the most important thing is a cop, it's hard. But the most important thing is you treat every person as an individual, uh, uh, you know, um, interaction. If you if you bring the last one into the, the, the one that you're currently dealing with, that's the hardest part. And, I, you know, I don't like the, the whole, you know, give the cops credit, credit, but, you know, I've been doing it for a long time. If you could take a deep breath and separate. Okay, so, a so lot of times. John, yeah. I want you to hold on, and I'm going to yeah. bring on the line uh, Peter in Harlem. Now, Peter, I, okay. please, I don't want any yelling or anything like that. We're trying mm-hmm. to have a good conversation. So, Peter, good morning, and, and, and what's your point here? Well, my point is that, you know, it's historical in this country that when you have groups of young disenfranchised men, black, Italian, Jew, or whatever, remember there was an area called the Five Points area in Manhattan where the Jews and Italians and Irish were killing each other. There were riots, draft riots in this city. But when you introduce heroin and drugs, and Dominic, I must applaud you for mentioning the drug problem. Back in the 60s, the old Madison Square Garden on 49th Street that used to have intramural basketball teams between the high schools. There would be young black men who would throw people through Phil Cronfield's windows or Layton's windows in order to get something easy. This is human. In, in, in uh, soccer games, and let me make this point, in soccer games, in stadiums, when that much testosterone is in a room, they often turned on the black players who might have been able to excel and win certain championships. My point is that black Americans, not foreigners of all races, bring dope in the country, and nothing has been done in it about it in the last 60 years. And then the white community sits on their tuchuses, what's his name says, and they legalize dope. Now, when you're high on marijuana, you get goofy. And then when you have this Internet, the Internet seems to be the problem, and I think the government needs to intervene in what goes on in there. Because when people are able to instigate young people who are doped up or alcoholic or or on alcohol, this is one of the problems. And, of course, the parents are involved in everything. But there's a lot of underlying things. And, by the way, hey, the Sopranos ain't no saints either, are they? Thank you. Okay, thank you, Peter. John, I'll give you the final say before we move on. You just heard what Peter had to say. Uh, he's he's making theoretical arguments over historical things that, uh, that you know, shift through the course of time. I don't have really an issue with he said. Yes, yeah, the Sopranos was based on whatever it's based on, and mafia. Not not saying mafia is good or whatever demographic that the mafia served. The reality is, unfortunately, if we continue to make excuses for people's behavior without holding them accountable for what they do, what they did, that's it creates a Ferris wheel of crime. So if you don't hold somebody accountable, they're going to keep doing it. Because, hey, I just robbed that, that woman. Nobody cares about the victim these days. I just threw that woman down on the floor, took everything she had in her pocketbook. We caught them five or ten blocks down the road. 
then they get, even with with the victim's testimony, they're going to let this guy go. So what's what psychologically? What message does that send anyone? If if you go into a candy store and you don't want to pay for the drink and you, and you walk out, you're going to do it again until you get caught. It's human nature. You have to stop it with with consequences, which is is lost. Consequences. Very simple. Well, John, I I agree with you. Consequences, and we thank you for the call, John, and for enlightening well, us sure. to the uh, to the job of NYPD officers. The situation in Philadelphia, it's for me, for me on a personal level, it's just heartbreaking to see how these kids—they're all black—how they smash the windows. I mean, they they act like they don't have a care in the world. You can look at them and tell they don't go to school. School—that's for nerds. And uh, I don't know, folks. Let's go to our friend Audrey. Audrey in Brooklyn. Good morning, Audrey. What's on your mind? Dominic, I love you, but I have to say what's on my mind right now. Because your last call, the police officer, he's talking about stuff that maybe... Maybe maybe we shouldn't be uh, hurried or hearing, but I'm glad we did. So before when they get a call, according to him, they automatically assume that it's a black male. Da 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 da. da. No, no, he he didn't say he didn't say he assumed. He said that's what comes over the radio. Yeah, I just I put it politely because okay. I know what he said. I just you know don't want to pick it. But how anyone expect a youth anywhere? Because I learned a lot during this this day of uh, registering these young people. Um, and when when. The question comes up, well, why should we vote when we got people in office and, and, and organizations that are against us? Because all I heard, I'm, I'm not taking up for no black youth or whatever, but all I heard is how bad black children are, you know. And it's bad because our country needs to heal it. There's so much going on with the corruption and all this nonsense. You know, it, it's not, well, I love you, but I just had to get that out of me because I don't want to go to sleep with my stomach flipping. But it's the it's the country's fault. It's not a family fault. It's nothing. It's the country's fault. So, 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 it may, mm-hmm. I, I assume, Audrey, that you haven't seen yet the uh, the video in Philadelphia. I suggest. I okay, you saw it. But so, I can so, that to Tulsa, Oklahoma. Okay, but, but wait, but wait, wait, wait. So the video. Okay, wait, wait. I, let's 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 focus. We can talk about we can talk about Tulsa. We can talk about anything you want to. Right. Okay, but wait, wait, Audrey. So, so. What you saw in that video in Philadelphia, that's society's fault? I didn't say that. Don't put words in my mouth. That, that's what you just said. I did not say society's fault. I said this country. That's okay. not society. So, so that's the country's fault. Everyone's fault. I didn't watch the whole thing because I thought it so was it, So it's, it, it's everybody's it. fault except, no, except, except for the kids uh-huh. that did it. What about the kids that did it? They're the only ones that did it. I just thought I saw the beginning of it, and then I said, "Oh, another stupid thing—a stupid meaning, a display of something that is that has not been addressed historically." And you know, just the history is just over and over again. Please so, don't. What, I'm being uh, taken over for no, any no, any no, challenge. No, 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 no. But because on this one issue, I'm beaten down, Audrey. It really doesn't matter. No, it's or, not or, about or, you. No, okay, but but listen, but listen. I want to ask you another question, and then I got to take a break. Uh, for the Chronicles. No, no, I'm not, Audrey. I'm not going to get don't upset because I'm I'm just down about I'm down and depressed about the whole thing. Don't be because we can't help anyone if the leaders are down. We can't help ourselves. Audrey, 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 with those kids, what they were doing in Philadelphia, right? Okay, we're not there. Okay, but wait, wait, Audrey, do you think that's a good look for me, you, or any other black person walking around society? 
know. It's the country that when, looks when, when they when they when they see those black youth acting like that. You don't think that makes the rest of us, all of us, look okay. very bad? You have to tell me what you mean by they. Well, okay, mainstream society, whites. This country don't watch it. They send it abroad. They send tapes about our children abroad. Minister society. That was in Japan before we got visitors. This is how our children are, black children. And it's just, it's just a ploy. It's, 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 it's upsetting. It's upsetting, and we could do a lot. I love all children. I don't care what color they are, long as they don't look like roaches. You know, the rest are out of control. I'm just, thank you, Dominic. Thank I, you. I'm not angry. I just want everyone to think about maybe something they can do, a little thing to, to make it better. I'm not suggesting go and talk to these crazy folks on the train and stuff, and you buy yourself. No, those children aren't ready. But there's children out there that, that, that'll listen. Okay. All I right. I love you. Okay, Please, love I'm you not- too. Love you. Audrey, I'm not I'm not I'm not looking down. I'm the only thing that's down is my spirit. After bring it up, bring after, it up. after seeing and normally I don't get down. Normally I'm the uh the optimist that, that <laughs> I see down. I see the positive and everything. But, but but after seeing that video in Philadelphia and then the one from the day before in Chicago where the two know. where the two black teens attacked the white man and I'm sorry. Watch something else. I'll send you on my double desk. Watch something else. I'll send you my. I, I teach double desk, by the way. No, for real. I'll send you a video of double dutch. Of women's double dutch. Okay, now what am I going to do with double We're dutch? No <laughs> crazy people each other and just enjoy yourself. Okay. All right, Audrey. Thank you. Thank you for thank giving you. me the smile. Thank you. Thank you. And I and I love that about you. Thank you, Audrey. Yeah. Uh, and thank you for the call. And so, folks, it is time for a break. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. When we come back, the Chronicles of Dominic Carter. More on the Republican debate tonight. Senator Bob Menendez and his wife pleads not guilty. And what we've been talking about, the uh, situation in Philadelphia where a popular social media influencer known as Meatball, a female, She's egging the crowd on as they're destroying stores in Philadelphia. We'll be right back. WABC. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. Guess who is coming to dinner? Taylor Swift will be at MetLife Stadium to watch Travis Kelsey when the Chiefs play the uh, Jets, the pop star, round two will watch Travis Kelsey and the Chiefs take on the Jets Sunday night at MetLife Stadium. According to multiple reports, Swift, as the world knows now, sat in a suite this past Sunday at Arrowhead Stadium when the Chiefs beat the uh, Bears 41-10 to in Kansas City. And Kelsey, the uh, Chiefs tied in, that, that guy can ball, and Swift made plenty of headlines in the past few weeks as their rumored relationship has gone full public view in the public eye. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. We see your calls from Staten Island to Brooklyn, Edison, Brooklyn, Nutley, Brooklyn, Comac. Let's go to Jerry in Edison, New Jersey. Good morning, Jerry. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Uh, good morning, Dominic. So it's up to the uh, public officials. Do they have the strength to do what needs to be done? But as a tactical thing, I think that these young people that are doing this would get a heck of a lesson if they just let like a half a dozen canine dogs go on them one time 
and some of these big stores just let the canines go right at them and trap them, give them some bites and put them down, cuff them up, take them away. But adding the dogs, oh, it might have a racial tone to it, but, well, we got Jerry, black. Jerry, yeah. May, Jerry, there's not an elected official in America exactly. that, that would do that. So, okay, so you know what? Then what are you going to shoot them? You can't shoot looters. That No one's going to do that either, right? Okay, so we got one other thing. Remember when cops had nightsticks? And in Philadelphia, let me tell you, if you did something like that in Philadelphia 30, 40, maybe 50 years ago for sure, as I told you before, a male cop would meet you with a nightstick and he'd give you a crack on the head that you would never forget, whatever color you were. And so if we're not going to do this, then enjoy the mayhem and just let it go. Let your stores go. There'll be no more stores anywhere. People can't get their drugs or anything. Poor. You know what aggravates me? There are so many good, hardworking black people in all these neighborhoods. They can't even go to a freaking drugstore and get their drugs. They got to go out of town when this happens. They start closing all the drugstores and everything in the area. It's a shame. It's disgusting. I, so look, I, I agree with you, Jerry. Yeah. Say that again. You said you don't live Whites there. I don't care because they don't live there. These liberal cr- crazies who create this problem. They don't live there. So are they doing good for black people? Heck no. Black people are dying all over the place and by the thousands because white liberals allow this crap to go on because they think they're doing some kind of feel-good thing. They're insane. Okay? These people, these white people that have – yeah, white people have caused this in a black community, and they've caused it by doing stupid things, a whole bunch of them. One of them is letting this stuff go on and not trying to figure out a way to take care of it properly. Well, you're right about that. You're right about that part, Jerry. You know, I, 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 I'm throwing up my hands to, to be honest with you, Jerry. Um, I, I, I don't, I don't know where this goes. I don't know how it ends. I just know it looks awful. What Trump ought to do is make American cities great again tour, and he ought to go to Atlanta, Washington D.C., Philadelphia, Wisconsin, the city in Wisconsin. I can't think of it right now. Uh, and up in Detroit, Michigan, and he should make this one of his major issues, make American cities great again, and he can add the tagline for black people, too, for once. Well, thank you for the call, Jerry and Edison. Thank you very much. And, you know, when when discussing and looking at what occurred at the uh, malls in, um, the malls in Philadelphia, the Apple Store and, and uh, the uh, Foot Locker and the other stores, you know, it, it, you talk to these young people of color. If you say the Klan, the Ku Klux Klan, they, they, you get their attention. You get their full attention. Or if it happens to be a white person standing there and that white person uses the N-word, you'll get their full attention. If it's a black person using the N-word, they won't even notice, which is a terrible statement within itself. But if it's a white person, then they'll, they'll stop but what they don't understand, and, and this is what I want them to try, and uh, but they won't. They won't. I know people that don't understand. They are doing the work of the Klan. The Klan says, we don't have to do anything. Just stand back. Watch them. Look at them. I'm being honest. That's what happens, literally. Watch them. Look at them. You tell me what you think of what they're doing. And then there are people that no matter what will come up with a million and one excuses. Let's go to Michael in Nutley, New Jersey. Good morning, Michael. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Dominic, to, uh, to um, that gentleman's, the police officer's words, there are no consequences. The reason why there's no consequences is because the Democrat Party is in control. The pro-crime 
They're catching all these public policies. It's what's destroying our cities financially and it's demoralizing the American people. See, the problem is you people in New York City and us here in New Jersey, we keep voting these degenerates back in to control our lives. And they let the scum of the earth, the criminals, dictate our domestic policy for us. And it's like, if you really think about it, these Democrats are in control from AOC to Eric Adams to Phil Murphy to um, uh, Cory Booker. It's like they're doing the job of the Chinese communist government. And it's, it's the public policies that, that are making us American citizens who are law-abiding from all colors and all creeds. I'm Latino, by the way, 100%, and I'm pro-Trump. They're demoralizing us. They're bringing us down, and not only through high taxation and, and, and high tolls and congestion tax and allowing six or seven million illegal aliens to come into our country and dictate our finances ever since Joe Biden got sworn in. They're, doing, they're literally doing the job of the Chinese communist government and maybe even the Russians. It's a form of demoralizing us. And we American citizens in both cities, in both states in New Jersey, and also in California, the ones that we care, we've got to do something about these Democrats because voting is not working. And we all know that we all know that's happening. We all know. I'm worried about the next election. I can actually see them cheat again. Believe it or not, I, I'm one of those that can see them cheat because they want to stay in power. Because there's something that's going to happen to this country, and I think we all feel it. There's something, maybe another 9-11. I mean, it, 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 it's getting to the point that even, even Target on 117th Street in Harlem is closing because criminality is out of control in New York yes. City, and it's what and it's what is being happening because the Democrats in control are allowing it to happen. I'm just warning you, Americans, my fellow Americans. I mean, I, I, someone has to say it, but these Democrats have to be taken out somehow. Okay. I don't care if it's by voting or some other matter. We got to take matters into our own hands. Okay. I, I, I hear you. I hear you, Michael. Are in trouble. Thank you. Thank you for the call. And a second, Frank Morano is going to uh, join me. Let's go to Tom in Westchester first. Tom, good morning. What's on your mind? Yeah, you know, if you could say anything to any uh, black, white, or whatever growing up in the neighborhood, do yourselves a favor. Take your kids out of public school and put them in charter schools because. That's where they're being indoctrinated in the first place. That, that, that's where they're being taught that they're victims like in Philadelphia. You think they care about what, they, what they're perceived as by what they look like to their own? They don't care. They don't care. They're like, their attitude now is, well, we, we've been, you know, we're victims. We, so we're going to get ours. You, you, that's you're, the attitude. You're correct, Tom. I have to step in. And if we can, time permitting, I don't know, though. We're going to try and take some other calls. I'm joined by Frank Marano, the other side of Midnight. Good morning to you, sir. Good morning, Dominic. So what do you have coming up? Uh, well, we're going to do our weekly sit-down with Brian Kilmeade, where we go through some of the national news of the week. And what a week. You got the debate. You got uh, continuing allegations about Hunter Biden. Donald Trump goes to Detroit. And, by the way, the government may show shut down on Sunday. But don't worry, we're going to keep funding Ukraine, even though TSA workers in this country will go without a paycheck. All's well. A lot coming up. A lot coming up, including a debate about what the proper role is for negotiating with foreign countries to get American hostages back. Big debate about this, even among the families of a lot of Americans. Are you doing anything great this weekend coming up? Uh, You know, I'm actually returning to it's uh, my anniversary today. 
So, Happy anniversary. I'm actually going to have to think of something to do as a grand oh, romantic yeah. gesture. Oh, yeah. You screw this one up. <laughs> yeah, You're done, so buddy. I'm going to give that some thought. And we'll see. That will dictate the rest of the weekend. Well, folks, do me a favor. Wish, wish Mr. Morano and his wife, Rachel, a uh, happy anniversary. And to to our guy, little Carmine, the, uh, the handsome young guy. Folks, I'll be back 23 hours. Talk Radio 77. WABC.